They've been making playing cards since 1885 in good old Kentucky, USA. So what took bicycles so long to enter the designer hobby game market? Seems like a logical step for them to make. I don't know what took them so long, but I am, however, thankful that they finally have decided to step into this arena. Well, at least I'm thankful that they brought Ralph Rosario's The Alpha to market. I saw this game sitting out at the friendly local game shop. Its beautiful artwork and highly detailed wolf meeples caught my attention. That's right, I said wolf meeples. So, when Bicycle Games joined the Envoy Herald program, I jumped on the opportunity to get this game. In Alpha, you are the leader of a wolf pack. Each round, you send your workers out to hunt for food depicted by a specific animal on a region card. Other wolf packs are doing the same thing. At the end of the round, the pack with the most wolves at each location gets to hunt. Anyone else hunting that animal? Well, they receive nothing for their troubles. The victorious pack then rolls the associated die to determine how much food they obtain. If there's a tie for dominance, well, let's just say that's where the fun really begins. Alright, welcome back to the Lunch and Board Game. I'm your host, Adam Collins. Let's take a look at the rule clarity for the Alpha. The Alpha rulebook looks more complicated than it is. The thickness, though, lets you know how complete and clear they are. There are examples and tables to aid you in learning the game. With the Alpha, lots of situations can arise each and every turn. And the rulebook does a fantastic job breaking each of these down and giving very definitive answers to each scenario. Time to explain to newcomers. While the rules themselves do not take long to explain, the first few rounds help to really hammer them home. After explaining them, new players will probably have a few questions, and I would advise running through a mock round or maybe two. When complete with those, everyone should be good to go. This should take about five to eight minutes, so getting a whole game in the first time in under an hour might be a stretch. But now everyone knows how to play, and the second game will definitely be played in under an hour. Gameplay. To set up, place a scoreboard slash food tracking board in the center of the table. Each player takes a set of wolves and places one beta wolf on the five of the food counting board. The other six wolves, including the alpha, which depicts two wolves on one piece, are placed in your den. Take a matching colored conflict token, set the round marker to the five spot, and the board is ready to go. Depending on the player count, randomly select the correct amount of small, medium, large, and scavenge tiles required for that player count. There's only one livestock tile, and it is in play no matter how many players are playing. Place the small animals, scavenge tile, and livestock tile below the board in the near forest, as depicted on the board. Place the medium and large, if any, animal tiles in the deep forest, above the board as depicted. Find the matching die for the corresponding animal region cards and place it close to the tile. The die will match in color and in face values as depicted on the tile. The player who can howl like a wolf the loudest becomes the first player and receives the alpha token. Now, this can get loud and especially in an office setting, so go outside for this part. Or 
you know, find a different way to select first player. The Alphas played over five phases each round, starting with the Stalking phase. The Alpha token holder sends one wolf from their pack to stalk any animal. A single wolf meeple counts as one, and the Alpha wolf meeple counts as two. If the chosen prey resides in the deep forest section above the board, the medium and large region cards, a food must be spent to place a wolf there. If at any time a wolf pack has zero food, it cannot hunt in the deep forest. Also, for each wolf meeple sent to hunt in the deep forest, one food must be spent, not just the first one. If a wolf meeple is sent anywhere else, no food must be sacrificed. Play continues as players place their wolf meeple on the various game options. There are rules, however, for placing that must be thought about. Large animals, the moose and bison, if in play, must have at least five wolves total on it. They do not have to be all from the same wolf pack, but anything less than five automatically fails the hunt. The livestock card may only contain one wolf total. First come first served. More on this title in a little bit. The medium and small animal cards can hold as many wolves as players are willing to spend there. No minimum number is required to bring down the small or medium animals. And the scavenge tile allows for one wolf per pack to be on it. The scavenge tile is an automatic one food and no conflicts occur. Once all available wolves have been placed on their selected hunt for the round, Phase 2 Established Dominance commences. Simply add up and see who has the most wolves on each animal. If there is a clear winner, say red has two wolves and each blue and green have one, red is the dominant pack. If there's a tie, well, we'll get to that amazing scenario in just a moment. A clearly dominant pack then goes into Phase 3, which is The Chase. That sounds a lot more interesting than what it really means, which is just roll the region die. Each of the regions has a die that matches the color and the faces shown on the region card, as I mentioned earlier. You know when placing your wolves what you're likely to receive from that region. It could be a straight number, like 5. That is the number of food points that will be added to your track. It could be an X, meaning that the hunt failed and no food was gained. If you're on the livestock tile, the die could result in a D, meaning that the farmer caught you and shot your wolf. D, as in dead. That wolf is then removed from the game and put back into the box. Lastly, the die roll could show a C and a number. The C stands for carry-on. That means that the animal was wounded and that the region card is flipped to the carry-on side for the next round, it also means that a conflict occurs with all packs who have a wolf on this prey. Oh yeah, conflicts make this game awesome. The Prisoner's Dilemma is on full display here. If two or more packs tie for dominance in a region card, then each pack must secretly decide whether to share food or fight for it. This is done in secret with the conflict token. One side says fight, the other side says share. Of course there are caveats. If all packs decide to share, then the die is rolled and the result is divided up evenly with any leftovers starting with the alpha or player close to the alpha in turn order to the alpha and continue clockwise until the food is fully distributed. If an X is rolled, 
than any other tied pack may choose to re-roll the die, and that result is final. Now, in a two-way tie, if both choose to fight, then both the packs lose a wolf to the injury spot on the board, and no one gets the food. However, if a third person was on that region, and the two dominant packs decide to fight, well, the third pack then gets all the food, and they still lose one wolf to injury. This is the best part. Watching, listening, and being a part of all the deal-making and deal-breaking, that is what makes the Alpha awesome. I love it. Once all of Phase 4, Resolving, has been, well, resolved, we move into the final phase, Advance. In other words, take back all of your non-injured wolves from the regions where they were and place them back in your den. Any wolves on the healing spot are returned to the den as well. Any wolf injured that round is moved from the injured to the healing spot. Advance the marker one week closer to the end. And lastly, the pack with the most food takes the alpha marker and a new round begins. After five weeks or rounds, the pack with the most food wins. Replayability. The Alpha has replayability for days. Every game can be completely different. Who you're playing with, how many players, which animals are in play, your mood, your opponent's moods, heck, even the placement of the sun could affect this game, I don't know. I'm telling you, my group plays this game a lot, and each game feels different. There are four of us, and this game sees regular playing just because of the sheer nature of the prisoner's dilemma. Component quality. For a game made by a company known for playing cards, Bicycle certainly nails the quality in the alpha. The wolf meeple look great, the scoreboard, animal region placards, conflict tokens, and dens are all a nice thick chipboard. My only real knock comes in the form of the dice. They are screen printed and not engraved. I also found it weird that a game made by a playing card company contains absolutely zero playing cards. My only other knock comes not from the quality, but from the coloring. I'm not personally visually impaired, but I would imagine that anyone with earth tone color blindness might have an issue telling the differences in the colors chosen for this game. Lunchtime Potential The box lists the playing time at 45 minutes. This would have to be on the high end with people overanalyzing their placements and their conflicts or just playing at a higher player count. I have never had more than four players, but I've also never had a game go over 30 minutes. The Alpha will be making its debut at my office shortly. The personalities of my coworkers should make this a very entertaining game and gaming experience. Artwork. As I mentioned, the artwork by Andrew Hutchinson stuns in the Alpha. Its realistic approach aids to keeping the serious theme and mechanics of the game intact. Each animal is well represented as well as the board looks well designed and laid out. Graphic design of each region card helps everyone to know exactly what each placement could be worth. Other. There are no official expansions for the Alpha. However, there is a fan-made expansion available on BoardGameGeek. I have it downloaded, but I have yet to get it to the table. It adds traits to the game. There are six different trait cards. Shuffle and select three at random. Each player may use each trait once. You can either give each player a set of trait cards and flip them face down when used, or as what we will most likely do, use cubes of appropriate color and place them on a trait when used. 
These traits can be played or used during specific phases. The persistent trait allows for a re-roll of an extra result when in the chase phase. The stealth trait allows a pack to add one to its number. Only one pack can use this per conflict. Resilience allows the player to take a wolf directly from injured back to the den. Intelligence allows the first pack to play this trait to place their final wolf last. Aggression allows you to warn a pack you are facing in a conflict that they will lose two wolves to injury if they choose to fight. Finally, Daring. It allows you to play up the two additional wolves in the livestock region and roll the die for each wolf. To me, this just seems like a good way to lose three good wolves to the farmer. I have nothing against this small expansion. It's only two pages, rules and cards. I just do not know if it will add anything to the game. But I also thought I'd bring it to your attention. Bang for the buck. With an MSRP of $30, it is well worth the money. I must admit, I was surprised about how much I love the Alpha. It looked cool when I first saw it at my friendly local game shop, but I was not ready for how fun and cerebral the gameplay was going to be. It is well produced without being overproduced. This balance is essential. There are times that games are very expensive solely because they're overproduced. And then there's games on the other end as well. But for $30 or less, the Alpha will give you and your friends a different kind of playing experience and maybe some trust issues. Summary. I do not understand why the Alpha has only a 6.9 rating and only 317 reviews on BoardGameGeek. I gave it an 8 for sure. Ralph Rosario's use of the Prisoner's Dilemma fits this theme so well. The Alpha is as much fun to watch as it is to play. All the deal-making and deal-breaking just fills me with joy every time. Every single time. The decision-making that it puts on you and all the other players can be very heavy. If you have multiple wolves in the deep forest and you've already sacrificed the food and the points, how far is too far to go? Where do you cut your losses? Do you have a point of no return? I have watched people give up four food, share, and then have a failed hunt. Then the other pack rolls and fails. That's eight food lost and nothing gained. Heck, even on the small animals in the near forest. How many wolves are you willing to put up and lose to hunt the fish? I lose no food placing them there, but do I want zero in return? Am I willing to risk fighting? Well, me, personally? Heck yeah. And I want that two or three fish, dang it. And people know that. And, well, they tend to fight me. I also have a lot of wolves injured during my games. The other offerings from Bicycle and the Hobby Game Arena have not drawn my attention like the Alpha. Most of them are card games. But maybe that's why I like this one so much. It's just not what I expected from Bicycle. Get a copy of the Alpha and start giving yourself and friends something to think about. And, you know, some trust issues along the way. You can always reach out to me at facebook.com slash groups slash eatlunchandboardgame. Email me at eatlunchandboardgame at gmail.com. Or find me on my website at eatlunchandboardgame.com. And remember, board games build bridges. Stay 
staying in tune with all things sports around Indiana and the nation with the Crash Course Podcast. Each week, we tackle the big storylines from the world of the Colts, Pacers, and the Indiana College scene, while also keeping a pulse on the nation. We record live weekly at twitch.tv slash 3C Media, and can be found on YouTube, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, wherever podcasts can be heard, you can catch the Crash Course Podcast. When you're gaming, why not be comfy? Go over to supportplayer.org. Click on the cards, pieces, and dice to get some merch. These t-shirts are some of the most comfortable I have ever worn. That's supportplayer.org, and there's a link on eatlunchandboardgame.com.